Around IT in 256 seconds by Tomasz Nurkiewicz. Episode 36. Microservices. Microservices are contrasted to a monolith, single, large application that implement the whole system. Typically hard to understand, develop, test and deploy. Monoliths tend to become a big ball of mud, with each component referencing every other. The idea behind microservices is to split your complex system into multiple independent applications, small and agile. They communicate with each other via APIs but are otherwise highly decoupled. The independence and decoupling has many aspects – deployment, languages and frameworks, storage, organization. Most importantly, each microservice should be self-sufficient to a reasonable degree. Let's discuss what it means and how often these aspects are violated. It should be possible to deploy each service independently. This means the implementation cycle of each service does not depend on the deployment of other services. Services can be very quickly deployed and rolled back. The biggest mistake is when two services need to be deployed simultaneously, for example due to a breaking API change. Either we need to make sure the API is backward compatible or merge these two services. Another advantage of microservice architecture is language and framework independence. Services typically talk to each other via blocking APIs like REST or asynchronously via some message broker. This means that implementation behind the API should be relevant. C-sharp or Haskell. As long as it can talk HTTP, we are good to go. In reality, organizations typically standardize on some rather fixed stack. Thanks to this, developers and knowledge is easily transferable. Also, teams can make changes to other teams' services with little effort. Last but not least, companies often build wrappers or helpers around existing frameworks. They typically add features specific to organization and their infrastructure. A different stack would require re-implementing that wrapper over and over again. Similarly, this architecture allows different storage engines behind each service. Some applications require strong transactional guarantees, while others need fast, eventually consistent stores. In practice, the cost of supporting dozens of entirely different DB engines is very high. On the other hand, sometimes two distinct services use the same database. This is probably the biggest anti-pattern. Often, it happens after extracting a service from a monolith. Two services are reading and writing each other's data. Services should only talk through APIs, synchronous or asynchronous. Common database is a hidden, tight coupling and unobvious dependency. Another angle of independence is being able to develop service separately. A service can be maintained and deployed without interrupting the work of other teams. This is a striking occurrence of Conway's law. It gets even better if services are so independent that they can tolerate partial failures. If a service is useless without another service, they'd better be merged as they provide no isolation. Microservices promise better scalability and improved modularization. In practice, they require certain practice in the long run. Fallacies of distributed computing have never been so important. Troubleshooting issues requires extensive monitoring, logging and tracing infrastructure. 
No wonder why some companies are actually merging their microservices back into a monolith. Well-structured and modularized monolith. That's it. Thanks for listening. Bye.